Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you'll build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spots limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Well, hello, Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 145 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Great to have you here today. Today, we are taking a little dip into the world of industrial relations or HR compliance. We're going to get just a little bit technical today. Now, for our regular listeners of the podcast, you'll know that I try and avoid getting too technical too often. However, Here in Australia, we are in the process of quite a raft of industrial relations reforms or updates. And put simply, what that means is that the current government is looking to make changes to the laws and the rules that we have to work with and work under when it comes to employing staff in Australia. Now, if you own a business in Australia or if you work for an organisation that is a company in Australia... that includes sole traders and partnerships and trust structures, all of them, you are with almost certainty covered by the Fair Work Act, which is, I'm sure, something you're very familiar with. (laughs) And for most of you, most of your team members are also covered by one of the more than 100 modern awards that are out there. Uh, Again, no surprise to you there. That's been in place for over 10 years now, 12 years, we've had the Fair Work Act structure. However, what we also know As with everything, when there is a change in government, and we have, of course, gone from a Liberal to a Labor government in Australia, they're going to look to make their mark, and they're going to look to make changes on lots of different areas. And, of course, workplace laws, industrial relations laws, are are no different. And what we are seeing at the moment is the first range of those changes being implemented. So today I want to talk to you about one change in particular, one specific change that has happened very recently, uh, just before the time of recording this episode, because it does impact almost all of you. If you have employment contracts, and I really, really hope you do in your business, this change is something you need to know about. Okay. But before we dive into this specific change, I want to sort of frame up where we're at in the entire process because I will be bringing you 
more compliance episodes in the coming weeks and months of the People Power Business Podcast. Not all of the podcast episodes are going to be compliance and technical, don't worry, but there is going to be more of them because I do want to make sure you're across these changes because they're complex and they're going to mean different things for different people. And what we know is that these changes, they form part of a uh, I guess, an, an agenda, I guess I want to call it, um, that the government has set. And the objective of the agenda is to drive up wages, to reduce the gender pay gap, so to create more equity between males and females in the workplace when it comes to remuneration, and to w- make work more secure for employees. Really, their agenda is they'd love to see everyone signed up to an enterprise agreement of some sort, and we're not going to touch that today. That's that's a whole other discussion, but they're looking to make things a whole lot better for employees and for us as business owners. <sighs> yep, it means there's going to be things that we're not going to be so happy about. So today we're talking about one particular change, and that is the change in pay secrecy clauses in employment contracts. So we're going to talk about what's changing and why you need to know about it what the new rules are going to enable your employees to do and what are the risks of not paying attention to this. And I have to tell you, the risks are high, surprisingly high. This government is not mucking around when it comes to keeping employers accountable. So you don't want to be skimping on your compliance obligations under this government. So let's chat about what is changing. Now, when it comes to pay secrecy clauses in employment contracts, effective from the 7th of December 2022, which has already occurred by the time this podcast episode goes live, pay secrecy clauses in employment contracts or employment agreements, whatever you call them, are banned. They are not allowed in any way, shape or form. And if you put them in there, the fines are going to be significant. I'm going to chat about that a little bit later. As I mentioned, one of the key objectives of this agenda that the government has, and for those who have been following the media, this is the Secure Jobs Better Pay Industrial Relations Bill that we're talking about, and there's lots to that bill. This pay secrecy clause issue is just one really tiny part, actually. But the key objective of this uh, abolition, that's the word I'm looking for, for banning (laughs) pay secrecy clauses in employment contracts is around reducing or diminishing the gender pay gap to make wages more transparent. Now, I want to let you know that if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, have I got that in my employment contract? What's that all about? Firstly, most employment contracts will have this clause because it's been very, very standard for most businesses for as long as I can remember. And the clause will simply say something like, you cannot discuss your pay with anyone other than your you know, financial advisors and significant others. It usually basically says you can't talk about your salary. And the aim has always been that you can't talk about your salary to your peers, to your colleagues, because you know, let's be honest, we might have two people doing the same job and one might be way better at the job, way more productive, a much more engaged employee and maybe even more profitable as an employee. So we want to pay them more. And so, of course, we would have had those clauses in our employment contracts. So if you're listening and thinking, oh, I do have that clause in in my employment contracts for my staff that started two years ago, firstly, don't panic. You don't need to go rewriting your contracts, but you need to understand that that clause is now void. It's as if it doesn't exist. There's nothing you can do with that clause anymore. 
But I also want to let you know if you do change any of the terms of employment for your current employees, I would highly, definitely, in fact, recommend that you do a new employment contract without that clause in it because of the risks we're going to chat about later. So we know that from the 7th of December 2022, pay secrecy clauses are no longer allowed in employment contracts. They're out completely. But in addition to the fact we can't actually have the clause in there, employees have been given new workplace rights under these industrial relations changes. So employees now have a workplace right, and I'm using that that phrase very deliberately because a workplace right is protected. You can't take any negative action against an employee for exercising a workplace right. So another workplace right is taking sick leave, for example, and there's nothing you can do about that, even if it feels unfair or they're unreliable. It is a protected workplace right, and this also is a protected workplace right. So under these new rules, employees have a workplace right to share or not share, it's at their discretion, any information they like about their pay, their salary package, their remuneration, and any employment terms and conditions that relate to their pay. So that might mean they're sharing the fact that they work 30 hours a week for $70,000, where perhaps their colleague is working 38 hours a week for their $70,000, as an example. If it relates directly to the pay arrangement, they're allowed, if they want to, to share that information with whomever they like. It could be their colleagues, it could be peers from another organisation, It is their information to share or not share. In addition, employees, either with the same or a different employer, have the right to ask other employees about their pay and employment terms and conditions that relate to pay. Now, this is quite fascinating. So there is a workplace right that exists that any employee can ask any other employee, whether with your business or not with your business, how much they get paid and what their terms around that payment are. Now, employees don't have an obligation to share that when asked. If they don't want to, they can. It's entirely their discretion. So there's no right that they need to disclose if asked, but there is now a right to ask. And you can bet your bottom dollar there are some employees that are right now, or as soon as they know about this, going to be asking everyone they can how much they're getting paid. So to recap, employees have a workplace right to share or not share information about their pay, and they have a workplace right to ask other employees about their pay. Employees cannot be made to provide the information if they don't want to, so there's no requirement to disclose if asked, but they can be asked. So pay secrecy clauses are out. Employees are allowed to ask whoever they want about pay and share with anyone they want about their pay and conditions. Now, For some of you, that's not going to be a big concern. But for others listening, I'm willing to guess that you're feeling a little uneasy right now because perhaps some of your team are about to find out they're not on the same wage as some of your other team members and you perhaps are concerned that you're about to get a whole range of requests for pay rises, which I guess in effect does exactly what the industrial relations forms intended, which is try and drive up wages in Australia. Uh, You may be concerned about who they're going to be telling. You may be concerned about how it's going to impact you within the industry and and against your competitors. And unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do about it, but it is something you need to be aware of. 
And what about the risks if you decide to leave pay secrecy clauses in your employment contracts that have been written on or after the 7th of December? Well, two things. Let's be really clear here. They're going to take this seriously. We've got a six-month grace period, if you like, before any legal action is going to commence and fines are going to be handed out. But from the 7th of June, for any agreements entered into after the 7th of December that include a pay secrecy clause, penalties will apply. And whilst I'm still digging up the finite details, I am led to believe we are talking tens of thousands of dollars per breach. So if you've got 10 employees that you've started in the 12-month period, they've all got pay secrecy clauses, you're in the hundreds of thousands of dollars without a doubt. Now, in addition, the Fair Work Ombudsman has been, and that's, for those not familiar, the Fair Work Ombudsman is the body that, um, I guess, makes sure we're compliant with the workplace laws. They don't set the laws. They're like the uh, gatekeeper to make sure the laws are being followed. They have been given the power to take enforcement action against employers, especially any employer who negatively or adversely treats employees for exercising this workplace right, and this can mean civil court proceedings. This is not going to be a little conciliation call with the Fair Work Commission and all is going to be well and good. This can very easily, under these new powers, get quite serious, and I suspect it will get quite serious if they feel employers are um, in any way, shape or form mistreating employees using or exercising this workplace right. So the risks are going to be high, guys. I'm not going to lie about that. This is not something you don't want to find yourself on the other side of. So what do you need to do? Really simple. For any new employees starting with your business from the 7th of December 2022, make sure that there is no pay secrecy clause anywhere in that employment contract. For most in fact, I just amended a contract for a client today. We just had to remove one line. It was that simple. Like it wasn't a massive change. But make sure it's not in there. If, if with your current employees, there is any change in their employment conditions, they move into a different role, they change salaries, the terms of their employment change, issue a brand new contract and make sure the pay secrecy clause isn't in there. They're the two things that I think are really, really critical to make sure that your business is protected. Now, of course, there's nothing that you can do to stop your employees exercising this workplace right, to either disclose, not disclose, ask, not ask. But this comes back to building the right culture, a culture of trust. If your team trusts you and trust each other, they're far less likely to be gossiping about salary. They're far less likely to feel like everything needs to be totally even all the time when they can acknowledge that maybe they've got a better arrangement for them right now because they don't want to be working full-time hours or they acknowledge that someone's bringing something amazing to the team and is more valuable. But for cultures where there isn't trust and there is toxicity and gossip, these laws and these changes are going to have an impact. So to recap, from the 7th of December 2022, pay secrecy clauses are banned in all Australian workplace employment contracts, employment agreements and enterprise agreements. They cannot be in there. If you've got old contracts for your current employees that include these clauses, that's fine. You don't need to rewrite the contract, but you do need to understand that that clause is now void and doesn't apply. For all new contracts, make sure it's out 
and understand that your employees now have a workplace right, which is protected, to share or not share any information about their pay and the conditions of employment that relate to their pay. And take it seriously because the risks are high. The fines are going to be big and the potential for court proceedings is real. And that will all kick in from the 7th of June, 2023. Now, I hope that hasn't scared you. <laughs> and I hope you haven't, you know, not having a panic right now. But as I said at the beginning of this episode, I am going to bring you some short, sharp and shiny compliance updates more and more over the coming months of the podcast, because we have a raft of changes coming into play. Some of them, like this one, is going to impact everyone, where others are much more industry specific. So we may not delve into those on the podcast in great detail, but I want to keep you across the changes to make sure that you have every chance of being compliant in your business. And so you're aware what's happening, why it's happening, and what you need to do as the business owner, leader, or manager to make sure that you are protected and out of trouble. Now, if you would like to continue the conversation about these industrial relations changes, come and join us in our Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. If you search Facebook groups, HR Support Australia, you will find us, or simply click on the link in today's show notes, which you can get wherever you're listening to this episode, and uh, just come over and join us in the Facebook group there. We'd love to have you. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope it's been an insightful insight into the current compliance changes. And I can't wait to chat to you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast. Mm -hmm.